Welcome to another episode of Don on Executive Excellence. Conventional and unconventional strategies for greatness with only occasional irreverence. Enjoy. Welcome back. This is part two of the podcast, Reviewing the Year of Fear. Now, the last podcast, we looked at top worries and concerns about next year that I heard from over 700 CEOs in over 100 industries in my workshops and speeches. We reviewed certain uncertainties and doubts and talent wars, how the mass exodus of talent in many industries uh, is occurring. Now, now that uh, remote work removes geography as a barrier for exit or entry. And we looked at what to do about that. The second thing we looked at was strategic confusion why we need to redo our strategic planning processes to enable more adaptation and intuition. And then we looked at broken supply chains, how we may be overreacting to doubts about lean and just-in-time processes and maybe get into more just-in-case processes. So let me go through a couple more here. Another theme that I heard is increasing cultural fragmentation. Remote work has has hurt companies trying to keep their cultural values and beliefs alive and and consistent. I hear complaints about people losing touch with each other, you know, uncertain degradation or concerns about degradation in these cultural values of the business now that we're no longer together. And is this impacting the customer experience? Now, surely a, a sudden shift in remote work a sudden shift in how we come together and make decisions and solve problems and execute can cause doubt, but it doesn't need to. So what, what do you do about this? Here's what I think you should do. Challenge your executive team to use the grouping instincts of humans that allow cultures to be consistent remotely. Look at how global armies have been doing this for thousands of years or, or religious missions to remain constant, consistent, and strong throughout history. In my workshops, we reference these as biological triggers or or tribal grouping instincts. And are your leaders leading with the reality of that situation? So a couple things I want you to think about is if they're not, you need to get together and start designing that. That's going to help you deal with remoteness and and maintain a strong, consistent culture. And speaking about the reality of the situation, I'm learning a lot from spending time with Cy Wigman, the New York Times bestselling author who wrote about a number of books on reality-based leadership. And I was with her in her house in Cabo. We spent a, f- a few days. We did some podcasts that I'll, I'll, I'll be sharing with you later. And what I learned from her is that sometimes we start denying reality and we try to work around it. So... Another thing to do is, no, get straight with yourself and your people on what this means and what's going on. That can help your culture come together. Another area that I'm seeing a lot of in the audiences is um, losing passion for the purpose of the company. Yeah, people are concerned and sensing, you know, are we starting to lose a little bit of passion? Now, originally it was there. So people said, hey, when this COVID thing hit, everybody came together, it was very exciting, and we pulled together and we made something happen. In other words, they had a compelling saga come alive accidentally. 
doesn't need to be accidental, by the way, but that's another podcast. And what's happening now is we're starting to get battle-weary. You know, it's going on a couple of years now, and we're now thinking like, okay, what's next? And, you know, we need purpose. I mean, yeah, look, everyone's seen the books and the TEDx talks on purpose-driven organizations, and we need a strong cause and all that, but it's good stuff. But how many actually have it implemented? You see, what COVID did is it exposed a lot of weaknesses. I noticed that a lot of you thought, oh, yeah, we got that work done. We had the retreat. We gave the speeches. We hung up the posters up on the wall. Now, all of a sudden, they're saying, oh, they didn't really believe it. And you could be right, but what do you do about this? Well, I want you to challenge your executives again. You know, do, here's the challenge. Do you really have a, have a purpose or just a purpose statement? You know, and how do you know? You know, are your people willing to die for the cause? And that is one of the things we fail to talk about. You know, we, we, we bring in experts and, and trainers or consultants and coaches. And, you know, they do a good job. Except in the, at the end, the people, are they seeing it as just a perfunctory exercise? But at the end of the day, it's not really driving their behavior. It's just content. More content because somebody read a book, but we don't believe it. Now, this is the most ancient executive question is are people willing to follow me for the cause so maybe having purpose and mission statements are not just enough anymore it's great if you have them but do you have a compelling saga that they're willing to to come together because they need each other to achieve it and they're willing to suffer and sacrifice together to make it happen so these are just a few ideas to strategically challenge your executive team in order to prepare for next year. Now remember, this is a time for strategy, not tactics. So resist denial, be bold, and lead. Now if you want more, we've compiled the latest research into our executive team challenge program. Just click the link below. Hope this was helpful. See you next time. Feel free to subscribe and share this podcast with others. And for implementation help, click on the link for an example of an executive strategic challenge and other CEO programs. See you next time.